All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by The Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you very much, Lisa. Welcome to Oilers Nation Radio, episode 95,000. Gang's all here. Got a full room today. Dan, Rick, Tyler, Bagmelk, Liam, Kennedy sitting in. Lots to talk about today. First, we get started with a plug for our friends at Oodle Noodle. Get yourself something to eat today. You're lazy. I'm lazy. You can't cook anyway. Admit it. Admit it to yourself. You're lying to everyone if you say you can. Go to Oodle Noodle, get something delicious to eat. And if you're in Edmonton, why don't you grab yourself a free Weather's Nation sticker? Also, Dan's dog, Penn, is in this room right now, and I'm very distracted by the dog. <laughs> I was going to say, you forgot a very important... All I want to do is play with the dog. How did you not introduce him? Well, you dropped everyone's name, but... He's gonna. He's the star of the show. All I want to do is play with him. We might <laughs> shut this down in ten minutes, hey buddy. Yeah, <laughs> Tyler, for our friends at Oodle Noodle, what do we have for a delicious debate today? We had our friends from Germany in for the last seven days here around Oilers Nation. There were plenty of good memories, lots of viral moments, highlights, if you will. But I thought we could start the pod by going around the room and giving our favorite story from the week with the Germans. I'll just jump in first the chance at the pint on Saturday. I know we're going to talk about the nation's 15th anniversary in a second, but I know those chants were happening elsewhere. But the first time I really got to see them in person was at the pint on Saturday and they had one for everybody. They just brought a different flavor to the viewing party. They were a lot of fun. They were engaged all the time and just the chance and the energy without question, the Germans brought that and then some. They didn't have a very easy week. They had a long week in terms of what they did to their bodies, but Good on yeah, the energy remained high. Them. The re- energy remained high. Dan? 100%. Um, I mean, 
I'm fascinated to hear your guys' favorite. I was able to, I'm, I'm so lucky to be able to spend so much time with, uh, with our travelers and, and the Germans and I have a, a special bond just because we discovered each other and whatnot. Um, but, uh, for me, it was the curling. I, there's nothing better than watching people. Some of the people have been on this trip before, so they've already been curling, but watching people try curling for the first time and a lot of the like doubt and like fear that they had because you're walking out onto the ice with your pair of shoes that you walked in the building with and you're able to play a sport with it. So, so for me, it was the curling experience. You guys have to get a pin and knock out all the rocks like we used to in high school. Gotta wash their no. shoes off. Gotta wash their shoes off. No, they do it now. It's it's uh well you like, Gavin you get like booties, don't don't you? No, Gavin at the Shamrock was wonderful. He just had them clean off their shoes with the uh yeah, the little, the yeah, yeah, there's, a, there's a little spinner right there with the brush. Yeah. You get in there like you do with your golf with your yeah. golf shoes. And then now they use a slider as just a piece of like plastic almost yeah, that goes toilet, right? around the shoe. Like you just stand on it. Yeah. You don't even pull it on anymore. I used to, it used to be, you'd have to pull it on and off yeah. and it'd be annoying, but, uh, any wipeouts? Yeah, pen moves my thing. Uh, no, zero wipeouts this time. <laughs> yeah. Not, not even a rock. I uh, usually, I see a rock or two get picked up and drop, but of course our Germans were wonderful. <laughs> Rick. Uh, you know what? It's just overall the whole thing. They love coming out and they, they, they bring such energy, but uh, I'm going to take one that's one little part of this. That's uh, it's a little close just to home. It's when they got to meet Leon Dreisaitl. And then uh, I, you guys posted the, uh, the video today, but uh, Leon told them, they're like, Hey guys, like you guys have to make sure you go to the pint. I mean, these guys were like, hey, thanks, man. We, you know, we all, we know all about the pipe. Yes. So yeah, it's a little, uh, a little selfish on my part, but just seeing that, uh, you know, those guys are out there being ambassadors for us. I think it's awesome. Tyler? Yeah, I'll, I'll take a selfish one too, but I guess this kind of what this is about is our favorite memories, but I had <laughs> Tim and Lars and Nils all hopped on different podcasts at different points. Uh, like Tim came on my live show for Owen every day and I'm just always blown away. Like obviously, you know, these guys love their Edmonton Oilers, but like Tim specifically, was just wicked smart in terms of like pulling out numbers, talking about the team in depth. And it's like, yeah, you kind of remember like, oh, these weren't just people who were coming on a vacation. Like they are coming because the Oilers are like their passion yeah. and their thing. And they can talk about the Oilers 24 seven and not get bored of it. So yeah, just having those guys on my show and kind of being a little blown away with their knowledge and all of that, I thought was just awesome. Lim? Um, my favorite one was when they helped me meet Devon score. That was pretty cool that they like thought of me to go to the game and stuff. I wasn't going to go. I was going to let somebody else go. And then Jay texted me and said, the, the Germans have requested for your presence at the game. So that was really cool. And I think just, just being around them and seeing the passion, like Tyler just said that they have for the Edmonton Oilers is amazing. Honestly, like it's we infectious. all have same passion too, yeah. but like, them to come and experience everything they did. They got almost every single layer of the Edmonton Oilers this past week. So it was just really cool. Just a really good experience, I think, for all of us. Kennedy? So honorary German. Honorary yeah. German, according to Devon Shore. Um, <laughs> but uh, I would say, honestly, getting to talk to them, it felt like just reconnecting with old friends. And I think that like, even though I've never met any of them in person or only talked to them through social media, it was just, it was really kind of them to kind of include me in the group. And that's kind of selfish to say, but I just love their enthusiasm and their energy was infectious and just getting to kind of be a tour guide and show them around and how excited they were. 
I was really happy to do so. And then getting to tag along with them to like, you know, have their meeting with Leon. Cause that's the reason they came and like, it was one of the reasons. And then <laughs> getting to see them meet like Devin Shore too, was just the wonder in their eyes and the excitement and the passion. It was just remarkable. So I'm, I'm happy that they made the trip out and I hope they come back. My brain went to a different place when they want, they met Leon Dreisaitl because you were there. Yes. You were wearing your German Dreisaitl jersey. If I remember correctly, or was that Devin Shore night? That was Devin Shore night. Either way. Yeah. My thought was Leon Dreisaitl walks out to this group of Germans that are meeting him and very excited to meet him. And then there's you, <laughs> someone he sees more than his own parents probably. <laughs> and I just imagined Leon again, none of this actually happened outside of my head. Mm-hmm. Just Leon being like, how did she get in with this group of Germans now? He's <laughs> like, I got to go guys. Um, time's up. I love um, it. But, but there is a story there. yeah, I was going to say, you have to bring up this part though. There is. So I was told a whole day later that he was talking about me to them in German, <laughs> in German though, in German. So I had no idea <laughs> what I was told is that he said, I know her. She does great work. She takes good photos and she's just a part of my circle. So that is the biggest kudos that your respects awesome. what I do. So, <laughs> That's all I'm here for. You know, what arenas do you think he's seen you at? Cause you're a big warm up girl. Yeah. Love warm up. Um, two nation vacations. So Vegas and Nashville, uh, <laughs> Calgary, and then here every other game. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You know, I and, love it. it's very funny. And I will say, you know, as a guy, like being able to talk to the group and I've seen them now interact with Leon and I've seen them interact with Devin as well, uh, out in the wild. They met Leon Drysaddle. I think they made a friend out of Devonshore. Agreed. I'd, like they made a friendship there. And that the story. Devonshore chant yes. has been in my head for the last four, five, chant, six days. You can't get it out of there. The story behind that too is is something special. I don't want to do tell the whole story because it is Lars' story to tell. But uh, Lars Felker, who set set that all up by buying a Devonshore jersey and, and the whole thing there. Um, he was actually just DMing Devin himself. And that's, that's, and awesome. that's how it worked. And Devin gets it. And Devin, Devin thought that everybody else was going to handle it for him. Nobody did. Devin handled it. And it, it just, I don't know, man, it, there's something, there's something to be said for Devin Shore for the first time in his NH in his hockey career, I think walking out of a tunnel and having the crowd singing his name was just, that has to fill a cup. It has to fill a cup for him. It's, it's unreal. It was, it was pretty cool. And the funny part of that story was too. So obviously they had been interacting on Instagram and Lars said in a second in a mission, Devin Shaw was on Instagram. Like he was active now. Which is again, it's funny. just, and like you said, Liam, it's those layers of the Oilers that they got to see. And that was one that they, it blew their mind that Devin Shore would be on his phone talking to them yeah. right after the game. So that's how we're going to get in touch with them all now. Straight up DMs. Also, I love that Lars. Yeah, we did let that out. The the jerseys. He wasn't done with the jersey. He went out and got the gloves too. He sure did. He's yeah. he's heading back to to Germany a little bit more Devonshore than he came. He he came into the office on the airplane. Yeah, he came into the office yesterday and was like, "And you thought you were the biggest Devonshore?" <laughs> I said, "Not anymore." Yeah, exactly. Number two, you're number two. He yes. showed you. He sure did. I do think like it's neat just to take a 
bigger picture view at their time here. And I know people who listen to the pods have heard this all a little bit before, but like the way the city embraces them, it kind of turns them into rock stars. Like I was at my own curling club last night and we're just chit-chatting around the table. And I was like, oh yeah, well like my company had hosted a group of Germans and these guys who like don't really know where those nations were like, oh yeah, I heard about that. Oh yeah, I heard about that on the news. I saw them at the game, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, man, like it's 22 people coming to a city of a million plus or an area of a million plus. And it's like, oh man, they are like a big deal when they show up. It's awesome. They, they constantly, they, I I feel like I always have to explain it to them. Like they, they don't get, they don't understand. It's hard to grasp when you're in that limelight, but, but yeah, it's, it's Edmontonians. When we hear somebody wants to come to our city in, you know, a cold time, a, a dreary time out there. And then you just see the way that they love and enjoy every single bit of it. It just reinvigorates us. It's so exciting. It's, it's awesome. I love it. And Dan, four straight wins. Come on. Yes. Yes. Especially the last time they were here, of course, the world shut down as they were here. Um, they didn't, I think they saw one win. They didn't see a single solitary point from their guy, Leon Dreisaitl. Everything just kind of was acting against them. And then three years later to the day, they left March the 13th, 2020. They arrive here, March the 13th, 2023. And everything since then has been magic. Perfect. I don't know weird i just i have to say it was an honor to like be around them and document them and mm. just just let them you know enjoy and not have to like worry like oh I'm, am i getting this am i getting enough like they are so happy to be here and they didn't care how cold it was they didn't care that they were up early that they didn't care that there was the time difference they just wanted to be involved and they wanted us around and that's all i could ever ask for it was one, I have one more moment that was my favorite. <laughs> and it was seeing the celebration yesterday yes. for the overtime goal. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Tim that Keller. Was amazing just to see how passionate they were about everything. It's just cool that like the Oilers are able to bring these people together who aren't like just a bunch of guys and girls that live in the, like neighborhood neighbors yeah. or anything. Like these it's, are from all over Germany. Yep. And they come together for the Edmonton Oilers. And I think that's just the coolest thing. It's Oilers Nation that brought all these people together. Yeah, that's true. It is Oilers Nation. There's give ourselves some credit. It's yeah. so true, Liam, too, though. You you make a great point and and I hope people understand that. That like it's not just six dudes from Frankfurt or twenty dudes from Frankfurt and two others. It's two people from Frankfurt. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Two people from, from all around the country. It's right? two people from Basel, Switzerland. It's one yeah. person from a town, you know, here it's, and, and it's, it's the European union of, of that side for Oilers nation. It's awesome. The Love age it. range. Yeah. Right from, was- right from in your early twenties up to seventies. Yeah. And you can have a conversation with any of them, regardless if you had a, even the language barrier, you could still, have something to talk about. I, I always talk about it. I always wax poetic when I'm traveling because to me, there's just, when you have that commonality of the Oilers, you instantly are friends. You just have, you have, you may not agree on anything to do with being an Oilers fan, but you're a friend because you've, you understand something and you share that and then just goes from there. And it's grown to this. Now I met them in 2018 and now 2023, we're talking again about a trip. So it's wonderful. Can't wait for next year when the Germans come back and the Oilers keep winning while they're here. If you're on socials, Twitter and Instagram, go give them a follow Oilers nation underscore D E learn German. Learn German. Start reading their blogs. Go to the website, <laughs> OilersNation.de. There is legitimately a German version of Oilers Nation. Go learn German. 
and shout out to AMA travel as well. Yes. Follow along with the boys on their adventures. Yeah. If you haven't seen some of the videos, check out Waz's post a lot on the Weathers Nation socials, including Tim's celebration last night in OT, <laughs> which there was a lot of arm movement in that one. And I loved it. I had my uh, phone recording for like 20 minutes to make sure I was getting. <laughs> That's so reaction. perfect. It was so good. Perfect. It was funny in the video too, because you can actually hear Kennedy scream in the video too, which is just a nice little added layer to it all. And also, was it you that was telling me Kennedy that they're actually going to try and up the game a little bit on Twitter and stuff. So you'll like see their faces more and like get, keep up to date with what they're up to in Germany and how yeah. they're watching games at probably four o'clock in the morning. That's yeah. another thing too, awesome. is we talked about that with them here at HQ, just the commitment to the Oilers is like, you can't understate it because these are, this is a crew that wakes up in the middle of the night yeah, to watch the Edmonton crazy. Oilers. You think you're tired. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, everyone's sitting here going about the Wednesday game. It's going to be an eight thirty start, probably like <laughs> 845, 852 before the puck drop. I think Liam earlier said, you could not pay me to go to that game. And these guys are getting up at seven thirty, three forty five in the morning. I have been paid to go. Oh, to yeah. that game. <laughs> they, they exactly. It's hilarious. They're be riding the train, listening to Cam and Bob. That's it. And like, sometimes yeah, yeah. having a fondue as Tim taught us on the real life podcast. Yep. Train fondue. Train fondue. Hold the phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I, you heard what I said. Well, I would like to go on this train. Yeah. They take trains places and sometimes they bring a fondue set. Have a nice little cheese fondue on the train. <laughs> I You've never brought your fondue onto the bus before. <laughs> onto the LRT. ETS? I'm always on the I'm ETS. Take my fondue, fondue onto the LRT. The open flame is wonderful. <laughs> I wouldn't take anything onto the LRT. <laughs> never mind fondue. Just a little I'm meat stabbers. Going, I'm going to Europe this summer, so I'll be trying the fondue on flex, the train. But on the okay. Train. Yeah, like I do a fondue on the LRT sometimes. I just ride back and forth from Clairview down it to takes like a while, right? Science Center or whatever. Are you going to Germany? Uh, TBD, likely not. Okay, no. well, we'll have to let them know. Yeah. If you are going to Germany, I recommend you use our friends at AMA Travel. Mm-hmm. They will make your life much easier, just as they did from our friends at Oilers Nation DE. They got everything set up for us. Nation Vacation we did to Toronto. AMA Travel, they helped us out. They make things easy. Quite anywhere simply, in the summer, go with AMA Travel. Quite simply, I wouldn't have been able to do anything that we've done in the last two <laughs> weeks without AMA travel. So it's, it's, you have to have them. Another thing that the Germans were a part of was the Oilers Nation 15th anniversary party on Saturday. The thing that I, my first thought from Saturday was I had to do kind of like the game, game day stuff I always do. I wrote the GDB, I wrote my betting article for Betway and just kind of like got everything set up for the day. So I was about, I mean, some of you guys got there really early to set up, but I was there for really 25 early. minutes after setup. <laughs> well, you, I'm surprised you were even standing up. I will. Yeah. <laughs> Down is reaching out. Like, How do I get in here? I said, oh, I guess I should put my shoes on. Hold on. I'll be there in a bit. Good morning. I believe the text was good morning. If you are a yeah, part of the yeah, land of the living. Like that, yeah. <laughs> you opened the door and I was like, you good? Because <laughs> things were flying. I, was like, okay. I saw you tweeting at 9 a.m. So basically the yeah, 17th, was- which is St. Patrick's Day and also Rick birthday is always a massive day yeah especially for you like it's not an easy one for the body and then i saw you on twitter at 9 a.m i'm like is there a time change i didn't know about i just woke up naturally it was terrible anyway this is fact you were up right so anyway i rolled into the pint downtown who was the host for the party at about i'm gonna say 12 30 i got there and i walk in the front doors and go fuck me this place is already at 80 percent capacity 
we still had 90 minutes, 90 plus minutes till puck drop. Like it was wild in there and it was right from the jump. Mm-hmm. There were the, we opened the doors at noon. And when the girls were like, we would like to open the doors at noon. I was like, well, that's probably a little bit early, but all right. If that's what you want to do, no problem. People were lining up at like 1130. Oh, 11:30. We had people try to walk in. Yep. I was like, people, are you guys like, okay. Like, did you not celebrate St. Patrick's day yesterday? I figured easily that would like slow things down a bit. See, I think we may have hurt St. Patrick's day sales at other establishments, yeah, of course, but yeah. not, not yours. But yeah, I think that's the pause possible. Well, like we told trying. people to get there early thinking like, you know, Game starts as two. They'd start rolling in kind of casually as yeah, the morning I thought went 115, on. We should be like full. Well, like Chalmers, if you listen to the real life podcast, you know, Chalmers, he rolled in at probably 215, 220. And he's like, you couldn't find a seat. Like he was sitting with us in the back near the back bar. Um, but yeah. you couldn't find a seat. People were standing, but what was also awesome was I was cruising around the bar a lot, just kind of taking pictures and just kind of soaking it in, to be honest. And people were mingling. They were jumping back from table to table. We had nation, we had name tags out at the front door. So you could put your Twitter handle, your Instagram handle, however people might know you, whether that's from being in the chat for Weather's Nation every day. So it was fun for me to just kind of see people jumping tables. All of a sudden that person was sitting over there. Now they're sitting over there, three tables down. Like that was a really cool event. Weather's ended up winning, which always helps. Uh, maybe you didn't deserve it. No. Yeah. Ah, hey, as long as you win after 60 minutes that's all that matters all that matters is they were up the Oilers Nation the shot luge was fantastic to watch that was right mm. beside our staff table Tyler, Cam, Zach they were doing a great job at the back bar so <laughs> certainly just, wasn't a problem that that was right beside our staff table <laughs> it was just it was a blast oh yeah yeah, it was cool. No I, one had a bad time. Like no. I didn't, it wasn't even, I didn't even see anyone like drop a drink on the floor or anything. Like no. the Oilers got out to a lead, held the lead. Everyone had fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what more do you want? Was, we uh, raised so much money for free play for kids as a community. What a, what a wonderful group to come in and help us out. They, they had more volunteers than we've ever had at any event yeah, that was sweet, helping yeah. us out. And they were so knowledgeable and such wonderful people. Just an awesome event. Yeah. My, uh, when we were doing the live show, my parents were coming to the game, to the event, sorry. And I was supposed to reserve them a table and I forgot (laughs) during the show, I stood up and I went to like, be like, Oh, okay. I'll just go find one. And I looked around and there was nothing. And it was like 1215. And I said to Rick, I was like, I need a table (laughs) or I'm in trouble. We found one, but it was just to show how many people were there, but it was, it was awesome. That's the first like nation party I've been to. And it was it was really cool to, I met a bunch of people that I had never met before, but I talked to almost every single day and it was, it was just sweet to interact with a bunch yeah. of people and just be available to talk to them too. It's like Liam said, it was one of those events where packed house raised a bunch of money for free play for kids, which was really what it was all about. You got to meet a handful of people that listen to this podcast or you interact with them on Twitter or they're like, Hey man, I'm so-and-so. I'm like, Oh yeah. Like you get to tie a face to a handle that may have a different image entirely on it. It was just a cool event. Tyler, you did some hosting. What was your thoughts? Uh, I thought it was good. I, I loved having like Jay's speech at the beginning about like what Oilers nation and everything like that, how it's built itself to this point, I thought was really good and kind of like the core values of the nation. I thought that was great. We had Fran come up from free play. She absolutely killed it as well and talked a little bit about her story, which I thought was really cool. But you know, it's a good time. You know, the crowd is in a good mood when it's very easy to get them to make some noise. 
Mm-hmm. Like I would be like, I'll talk to you in the first intermission when the Oilers will be winning. And people would be like, yeah, <laughs> oh my God. And then at the end when I was like, I'll see you back at the pine when the Oilers win the cup. And like people went crazy then. Like, I don't know. It was just sweet. The prizes we gave away were dope. Like I had a bunch of people who I was just kind of chit chatting with about the event, people who bought tickets to come there. And I was like, man, one, the $20 and seven cents proceeds were going to charity and you got a shirt and $10 to the pint. $20 off your order at South Island Pico, a box of Oodle Noodle, went potentially when assigned McDavid and Nuge jerseys or a nurse jersey from Sports Closet. Like there was just so much going on that the day absolutely flew by and it was just impossible to have a bad time. Another thing I want to mention too is just thanks to everybody that came in from all over the place. Mm-hmm. There was people that there was some that flew in from BC. Mm-hmm. I met someone that drove in from Camrose. Like there was just people that showed up specifically for our 15th anniversary party. Help us raise a little bit of money for charity. Have a great time watching the others win. Just spectacular day all around. I want to give a huge shout out to the nation team, uh, Rick and the pint team and uh, a specific shout out to both Kennedy and Maddie. Um, you know, we, we, these parties, these events, they just keep evolving. You know, the, the last time we were at the pint, it just, you know, it, every time we do this, they get better and they get better and we add more and we add more. And Maddie and Kennedy added a certain element of planning and fire, the, their and structure. First one, and then yes. be in charge of their first party, they, the decorations to so all this pre-planning it's and everything going on. Crazy. It just, it's, it punched it up and it, it feels like we've hit a new cylinder as a, as a team and as a group yes. with the nation. So a new 15 level of years, standards now. I can't wait to see what 30 years looks like. Right, Tyler? That's what, yeah. Can't Another wait 15. Things. Hopefully we make it. <laughs> I believe. Rick, I heard, done, I heard you get in the gears yeah. for that. We've done a lot of events at the pine over the yeah. years. What was your take on that one? Honestly, man, it was, it was a huge success. It was a Saturday morning, you know, the day after St. Patrick's day at two o'clock in the afternoon game, really don't know what you're going to get. We've had some other parties throughout COVID or just post COVID that, you know, weren't exactly as hot just as people are, you know, a little more nervous or whatever, whatever the reason is. But this goes back to some of the big ones we had before. Like, I don't even know if I can remember which ones. I mean, draft parties and draft lottery parties and (laughs) companies had more draft lottery parties than playoff parties. Yeah. So, you know, we've had a lot of different reasons to put things together. We've had a lot of them now, uh, thankfully over the years. And I don't remember the last one we held like this, like a ticketed event like this, where is this much planning behind or this much? I think dude, it was, it was a success. It was great. I I loved every minute. This was my first big one, like since starting and it was incredible to be a part of and just to, you know, put my two cents into it and like gold star for Maddie too. Cause she comes from like a big event planning. That's her thing. So big shout out to her, but it, I think we could have like sold it like double the time, the amount of people that were like, Oh, I wish I would have gotten tickets. I wish I would have come, but you know what? The next one is probably up and coming. So Mm -hmm. I would do it all over again in a heartbeat, but it, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun, a lot of hard work went into it. A lot of planning behind the scenes went into it. But most of all, we can't have these events without you that are listening to this and coming down and buying the tickets and making these events incredibly special. At OilersNation.com, I wrote an article this morning just kind of like saying thanks for the last couple of weeks. Like we went to Toronto (laughs) just a week before our 15th anniversary party. And then we led right into what was an incredible day on Saturday. Make sure to check out the Oilers Nation socials. A lot of cool Mm -hmm. photos went up from the weekend. If you weren't able to attend, maybe you just want to get in on the next one. (laughs) 
next time, maybe the gray couple show up during the party. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> just shows up. I also forgot my story about Eric Carlson from the Germans too. Oh. I've got, there's so many things uh, happening. That, is, yeah. We're friends off. Hate Eric Carlson. Yeah. Yes. I'm F so Eric happy we didn't trade for him. What a waste of money that was. At home better. <laughs> well, we're, we're going to talk about Matias at home here in a second, but there's lastly, the last thing I want to mention from Saturday was we wrapped up the day in my opinion, in a really cool way with a group of 20 staffers plus significant others going to Japanese village for a huge dinner. We didn't really like me and Jay were kind of talking about it as the party was winding down because as the game ended, people clear out and it is what it is, but we still had a lot of not clear out as fast though. (laughs) Not no, it was like right after the game in the first half an hour, lost maybe 20% of the people (laughs) I'm looking around going like, you could expect it's a daytime game, man. Like yeah. people tend to like, okay, you know, go ahead on with our Saturday do whatever the heck it is. Nope. Nobody wanted to go. We went to Japanese village as a crew of 20, man. What a blast. We had a great time in there. We had a blast. We ate a bunch. We drank a bunch. It was just fun to kind of like close out the day. That it way. was, it really was. It was cool to be able to talk to people. We had Cam's son show up. Yep, Cam brought his kid. That was awesome. That's big. Yep. What are the, so what are the parties usually like? Like what made this one a little bit of an extra? I know, can tell I you just straight up like the one, the Oilers won. Yeah. The Oilers <laughs> winning is a huge thing. Second of all, I think just like just having the ability to kind of have everybody settled ahead of time was wonderful. Like it just allowed us to mingle and, and coexist and actually be partying it first. It feel like the game kind of just started. Yeah, that's exactly it. And we usually else. just kind of get into it and then the game is what dictates exactly how we feel for the rest of the thing. Like sometimes we've had to give away the party, the From gifts in the first intermission. Not necessarily because we've done a lot of these and things have not gone very well in the game <laughs> and the party's still going It's still down. a good time. That's true. Yeah. Like this one, for me, like we've done so many of these. This one was bumping well before the game That's started. That's exactly it. Yeah, it's crazy. People man. came in with a purpose and that was to celebrate. And I think having the Germans there too was like awesome, but it, it felt easy to mingle. It felt easy. I was running around doing content and I was bumping into people left, right and center wanting to chat. Yes. And that's all that it was about. Like yeah. big celebration. Just everybody was in a great mood and they were in the mood from the second they walked in the door. Plus it was beautiful outside. Gorgeous. You can go outside and just kind of chill for a little bit if you wanted. And stand next to the nation truck. It was perfect. Yeah. Sidewalk on the sidewalk. Yeah. I like no one, tickets. One of the Germans, I forget their name, but they were like, so does this truck get driven often? I was like, yeah, like I drive it to get groceries. Um, <laughs> you know, I, it's my everyday vehicle. So yes, it does. But if you've but, ever been to Germany, the reason is, is because there's no way that thing would fit on the roads. Yeah. He was like, yeah. you, you couldn't have a vehicle like this in Germany. I was like, oh, well. Yeah. Someone's more narrow in Europe. It would yeah. not fit. Yeah. Right. So lastly, just to wrap it up before we get to the Oilers and what's going on over the last handful of games, just thanks. Yes. Saturday was fucking awesome. And I can't wait to do the next event, but bar's been set very high after that one. And we had a great time. So again, thank you to everybody that came. And if you didn't come, come to the next one. Shame on you. Oh, or shame on you. (laughs) Just kidding. We got parties. We got trips. We got everything. Yeah. You're going to want to come on these because that was another thing. Just lastly, just where's the next nation vacation? Where's the next nation vacation? I want to come. We're at the mercy of the schedule always, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta but we're going to, we'll put stuff together. We promise. As soon as we can announce where we're going, we're going to announce where we're going. Mm-hmm. Ben mm-hmm. thoughts. Yeah. Foof. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm coming on the next it. one too. <laughs> Nailed it. 
Pause for Talk about hockey after we pause for an ad? <laughs> Not sure. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. <laughs> what a pause good ad getting into the oilers uh, a couple finish. of games here that were a little bit greasy in the wins against seattle and san jose ultimately wins. two points on each so i'm not gonna nitpick a whole lot but what do you make of the games against san jose and like we'll start with seattle what do you make of getting saturday's game against seattle that one was a step back at five on five just because there were a lot of wins over the last three-ish weeks where it's like, man, they played good at five on five, right? Like against Dallas, I thought that was actually a solid performance. The win against Boston was awesome. When they beat Toronto a few weeks ago at Rogers Place, that one was awesome. And then against Seattle, it was kind of like, ooh, you didn't have your best. You kind of got outplayed at five on five, even though a lot of Seattle shots were from not dangerous areas, but it wasn't a good game at five on five, but yet I never really felt like they were in a lot of danger. Mostly because Seattle's goaltending is terrible. <laughs> Brutal, man. I don't see how they win like a game in the playoffs with that goaltending, never mind a series. But yeah, just they took a step back at five on five. So again, you don't want to nitpick it too much because like you said, BM, they won and that's all good. But like you need to be better than that down the stretch because you're going to have to play teams whose goalies won't each have a 700 save percentage. Liam? I think it's just good to see that the Oilers are able to win games in a variety of ways. We saw another example of it last night. Obviously, Saturday, they didn't have it five on five, but they had four goals. I think it was on 11 shots, like capitalizing on bad goaltending and then being able to close out the victory, which they've struggled to do for a lot of parts this season. And yeah, I... To be honest, I don't recall a lot of the game, not because I was <laughs> out of my mind. It's just like so much was happening, but... I agree with what Tyler said. Like it wasn't great five and five, but they found a way to get two points. And that at this time of the season, when everyone else in your division seems to be winning games, the Oilers have continued to find that trend as well. So it's, it's very positive for me. Kennedy, what do you think? Game against, did you watch the game? I barely watched it now that Liam said I it. I saw Yamo's goal and I saw <laughs> Zach Hyman's goal because he scored and it wasn't called back. So that was a that was surprise. Amazing. Yeah, amazing. I, we'll get to him in a second. Please let him keep it. But 
I mean, two points is two points and against Seattle. So we'll take it. One of my favorite things that happened on Saturday was Evander Kane got a hat trick, but a lot of us did a squad bet on McDavid getting a hat trick. <laughs> wrong Hattie. And one of my favorite things that happened after Kane got his hat trick was just the amount of people that are just like, Oh, I bet the wrong hat trick. And you could hear it popping up all over the bar <laughs> and on social. It was hilarious. Hilarious. Fast forward to last night. Sharks should have been an easy dub. Didn't quite be easy, Dub. The old layup. The old layup, they call it. You know? San Jose had lost six in a row coming into last night. The Oilers were, you know, rolling outside of the game in Toronto. Dan, what did you make of last night's game against the Sharks? Well, I'm glad you didn't ask me about Seattle because I did not watch a single solitary minute of it. That's one of the things about parties, right? It's like you're doing so many things at once that you kind of miss. Like, I'm going to say I probably watched 30% at most. I stopped for the clean cost and dance, and then I went right back to my work. Um, But yeah, uh, the Sharks game was one of those games where that's a good team winning when your goalie doesn't have it. It just sucks that it's the same goalie that doesn't have it every time. Um, but that's, you know, that's what good teams do. The, the, I think it was you Tyler that said last week, like let your big dogs eat and Holy shit. In the last four minutes of that game, did it feel like the big dogs oh. were eating? Like that was just domination and it was just a switch got flipped and, and they were there. The one positive that I will take away from both of those games is that we didn't get beat in the first 10 minutes, which is what this team would traditionally do against a team like Seattle or, or San Jose. Let them kind of dictate to us and then we'd be playing catch up. That didn't happen. So that's good. Rick, you were there. It was, you know, it's another win. I know it's supposed to be a layup or an easy game, but there's no such thing as those in the NHL, right? Sometimes you have you come out and you look really good against really good teams. And sometimes you, you don't, it's, it is hey, what it Boston is. Boston lost to Chicago. Exactly. Right. That stuff happens all the time. So it's two points. It's two points when you needed it move on. And the, 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 the goalie thing, I'll be more interested to see how he plays next week. Oh, Campbell. Yeah. I can tell you how he's going to play next week. Terrible. <laughs> we'll he's so much time off. <laughs> we'll get he just had 16 days off. No, that's what I mean though. So much time off is like, is this a thing where you need repetition and like, so we're going to talk about Campbell like in a week. second. Tyler, what do you make of the game against the sharks? Well, <laughs> come on. Like Great they should have won that game by three or four. I don't know. Like, is, they, that, is that because that way you're three, six, five said? Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm irritated because I lost my bets hundred percent, but like one goalie, Stopped a bunch of pucks he wasn't supposed to. And James Reimer, the other goalie, gave up some pucks that he should have stopped. And like Campbell made some big saves in the third, big saves in overtime. That is fantastic. That is awesome. But if you look at it, take the goalies out of it. The Oilers dominated that hockey game and were clearly the better team. They made a couple of brain farts defensively. You'd like your goalie to make you a save in those, but like, I don't know. I'm just kind of done sugarcoating it. I'm not in the mood to be like, ah, rats, couple bad bounces for soupy. Like, well, no, he was shit again. Save your takes for the Jack Campbell. I want to talk I'm about. Sorry. I know, but I'm just, ah, yeah. Liam Kennedy. Uh, well, my biggest take is on Campbell, but I'll, I'll save it for the <laughs> next segment as well. Um, I liked what, I think it was Rick that just said it. Like, the way the, or maybe it was Dan, like the, the big guns would just went out there in the third big period. Dogs like we're winning this hockey game and you're not going to stop us no matter what. And Matthias Ekholm released a bomb that a brick wall wouldn't have stopped. That shot. Sure. Holy smokes. The velocity just, and the placement on his second yeah, one were ridiculous. And I guess one other thing, which I thought was kind of funny was the McDavid when he missed on that breakaway, but the fact he hit the crossbar and he was essentially in the blue paint, like how does that even happen? But yeah, the Ekholm thing, like, and this is not a shot at Bouchard, but like, he's got to do that too. Now Like he works, just hit it as hard as you can because you might go in. And 
Yeah. Oilers, there was never a doubt in my mind, honestly, that they were going to lose. They were not going to lose that game. I thought the whole time they were going to get it done. Didn't know when it was going to happen because at points, maybe it did feel slightly like it wasn't going to go that way, but they found a way again. That's what matters. Kennedy? Okay, so I, I think it was just a weird one, honestly, because they started off kind of slow and then the way that the goals kept getting called back yeah. and the offsides and Jeremy coming through for us, like it just felt weird. But then they did find their speed in the third. They they picked it up just like Tyler said, like the big guns and came out and they they tried. They did end up winning and it was a hell of a win. But yeah, also know, shout, a weird one. Shout out to me. For flexing on our friends at Betway, betting the live comeback in the second intermission. A nice little plus 137 win for me. That's not bad. You take it every time. I got the Oilers at minus 125 heading into overtime, and I chased my losses, which you should not do if you're a responsible <laughs> better. I chased the hell out of that bad boy, and I made it back. Also, so me and Jay went with some of the Germans for Donaires before, and he was betting at that time, and he was like, oh, I'm betting a at home goal. And I was like... Okay, oh, sure. That was his game day big bet on Oilers Nation every day. Jay's record since we started doing it is like now four and 16. Mm-hmm. But because he hit that at home bet, he's now plus money in the unit department. So it's all that Jay. matters. Yep. He was so happy. It was incredible to see. I love Matias Akron. I love the fact that how many people wanted Carlson? It was all Carlson. Everybody wanted Carl- Carlson. Fuck comes it, in here, Carlson. pops too. Walking around like, you know what, you guys could add. And Ekholm says, you know what, I got you. Yeah, I'll match you. Matches those two and go away. And he also didn't give up on a play in overtime. Which that was terrible. That was For everybody who wants Carlson, go back and watch the nurse goal. But like Carlson's right there. and puts He had the best zero, view of that goal, though. Zero True. effort into stopping him. Zero great effort. great view of that goal. Darnell really didn't have any business getting to that point. My not favorite being, too is not being used, uncontested. It, it was like McDavid pulling away from yes. a third pairing. Yes, it did. I thought it was McDavid for a Post second. game when Daryl said he's just like, well, you know what? I was cherry picking a little bit out there, but yeah, made a nice pass. I was like, bro, a little you bit? were cherry yes. picking. You were at center. Right? I don't think you can go any further without being over the blue line. <laughs> also, nice heady play by Ryan Nugent Hopkins before Yamo even had it because Nuge kind of made like a little bit of like a hesitation with the puck that just threw off the coverage enough. Stopped play. Boom. Back the other way. There you go. Matisse at home in 10 games with the Oilers so far has three goals and six assists for nine points. The big man is moving. The big guy is smoking hot. You love to see it too. <laughs> because Rick's right. Like we were talking about, well, we were talking about Carlson all the time before the trade deadline all the time. Like, man, want Eric Carlson. Matias Ekholm was kind of like, yeah, he'd be fucking awesome to have. Like he's a stud in New Jersey, in, uh, in Nashville, but why would they get rid of him? Why, why would they get, they? And then he comes in and he's just, but he, even his name was always overshadowed by other defensemen. They totally. There. Totally. Yeah. Look at the blue line as they've had in Nashville. Wasn't yeah. it? And, uh, Yossi oh. Weber, Ryan Ellis, Seth Jones was yeah, there. Yeah, so a whether while. it be offense, defense, or just name recognition in general, yeah. he was never number one there. And the way he like the two way play too. Like I know he said it last night in his post game. He's like, listen, I've only had two multi goal games in my entire career. Don't expect it to happen all the time. But like, I don't surprised, know. I'm surprised you were able to hear that because when he got out there and started having his interview, that building went nuts for him. Yeah, it did. And <laughs> the photo that the Oilers posted of him and Connor, come on. Greatest photo I've seen in a while. With My thing with, with Ekholm is when he gets a puck in a corner, I just, I, I have no concern. There's not a, an ounce of concern yeah. because he has decided already what option A, B, and C is. And he knows. And it's funny because 
it's all about perspective because he has coughed up a couple here yep. and there, which is fine. Yep. You know, nobody's perfect, yeah, right? But it's funny how you watch something like this where they make the same mistake. Nobody says nothing about him, but then a player wow. with a different set of numbers on his jersey makes the same mistake, and the word and people will tell you the sky is falling. It's it's just funny to watch. Tyler and I were talking about this today on because Donald knows he's that guy. I'm sure you're referencing. <laughs> well, I mean, you could be we, used two five, you use two. I mean, there's a couple. It depends what group yeah, of people true. are out there. There's a few a few suspects, but we were talking about it today and. Everyone talks about how Darnell Nurse doesn't put up enough points. And Tyler read off the stats for five on five and he's top 10 in defensive scoring. Better than a lot of players like Adam Fox, I think. was. He's one of tied them. with Quinn Hughes for even strength points this year. He's one behind uh, Roman Yossi, one behind like Rasmus Dahlin. Don't try and say he's a good so, player. So that, yeah, no kidding. So then I said, I was like, so we all sit here and say, oh, Darnell doesn't put up any points on the power play. How can we pay him this much? But when McDavid and Dreisaitl put up points on the power play, it's like, oh, wow, look at that plus minus. It's brutal. <laughs> like, they don't score anything five on five. It's like, holy smokes, that pick an argument. So I'm so with you. Like, uh, when the uprights start shifting around, the goalposts start shifting. Yeah, well, I think it's just, to watch. I think it's just the hill that people decide oh, to die oh, on. And it well, just yeah. is what well, it yeah, is. Yeah, the goalposts move this, this for this guy. Yeah. This guy does the same. Well, no, it's more on this side now. <laughs> oh, how does it? All right. Well, whatever. One guy who consistently doesn't miss Jeremy Koopel. Wow. I don't know. First of all, there was a lot of goals called back last night. The goaltender interference, flimsy, both ends for me. I thought both of those should have been goals, but it is what it is. Fine. Jeremy Koopel, though, three called back. Three. What does the NHL think about this? Like, how did, what's the, like the, the official, like the head official, he's sitting there, he's watching. And you see four goals called back, right? Three and one. Yep. Yep. And then you see missed penalties and both sides. Yep. Right. Some of the missed goals were the offside. Like the first one was Lions probably should get that. Arguably, The first one was bad. The Gregor one was like fucking. Oh yeah. No, that's fair. But like the first one. Inside joke. Yeah. Uh, no. But that first one, there. you know, you should be able to call that as an official, should be called live, right? Where do they sit that they have to sit there after this game and go, oh man, that's not looking good on us? It, it's a reflection of the NHL's officiating and how poor it is. Right? Like Jeremy Cooper shouldn't, people shouldn't know who this guy is. <laughs> we should never, like, it, there was, he's been with the Oilers since 2016. Yeah. And it's, he's basically a part of this team right now. Like people love his goal. It's like, oh, Jeremy's yeah, his, got this. His plus we, minus is, is through the roof yeah, this year. Like you go get just, a Jeremy Kubel jersey. You put ma- minus three on the back of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. Dan just spoke about Matthias Ekholm in the corners and everything. And like when the Oilers make a review and I'm like, Kubel's up. Here we go. As, no soon, as, goal, as like, soon as you see them make a, uh, a challenge, I was like, oh, it's definitely no goal. That's I don't know why, but, but show me. It was something, it was something's gonna, I don't know what it is, but he's right. During the entire Talbot era, we were we were like, we were just begging to win a challenge here and there, right? We had, like, I, I remember making gifts about, about yeah, everything we won was, a challenge. Everything was against exactly. Us. It was just tough. So This is a perfect example of why the league needs video review. Yep. They can't go away because the referees aren't good enough. They can't even make a penalty call. Never mind if a goal's offside or not. And I know some some of the non calls last night were outrageous. Just use the, just use the big one, the Reimer takedown, the Reimer tackle that like, there is no excuse for missing that. You're right in the crease. He's, Hugging his oh, waist. Well, that play where Yamamoto gets his feet taken out from under him and would have just been wide open back door. And instead <laughs> and he's piled what into is the that? net. And the one about Yamamoto as well was the stick was literally like in his skate 
like between his yep. skates and it lifted him up <laughs> and he missed it. The one thing I will say about last night's refereeing was it was consistent. And I know that that's a, I, like that's a, I know that's, I know yeah, that's well, a that gnarly way to say it, but like, especially for the goal reviews, because as soon as I saw that second goal, goal review, I was like, okay, yeah. If, if we're going by the first one, then 1000%, that is way Little over the line for goal interference. No so at least they stuck with that. I have to give them credit for that, well, but me and Otherwise. Liam were talking earlier just about like how the consistency is all over the place. We can talk about this until we're blue in the face, but like how leagues like FIFA or whatever have the technology mm-hmm. to correct these mistakes. An offside in soccer is ridiculous. It is They ridiculous. slow it down. You get this weird picture on the screen. There's some zooming. There's some lines made out there. It's moved up frame by frame by frame. It's like, it's a like a guy gets like kinda, half yeah. of his toe ahead of somebody else. It's absolutely insane. And that's a do. good example too, Dan. Tennis has been doing this forever where the ball is, right? Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. just like, how, is, how does the NHL not have this technology or just call someone and be like, can we buy this? Like, I'm so higher the guy. I don't know. It is amazing. And like, I don't like in the soccer stuff, I don't particularly like like, how narrowly it's called and everything, but like it's offside. It's offside. And it's the same in hockey with the Greg. And they've figured, and they've figured out a different system for goals. Yes. There's just a microchip in the ball. Like in the world cup, for example, there was this whole thing where Ronaldo claimed he scored, but there was essentially some kind of heat thing within the ball. So Adidas proved that Ronaldo didn't touch the ball when it went in because they Oh, the goal, yeah, the header in front of the net or whatever. Software within the ball. So how can we not get this in hockey? I think well, we are talking about a league that just signed a 10-year deal with Fanatics. So. Yeah, true. And I, the other I thing, too, is the like, whole time I, was I think you lose that. more pucks than balls. But I mean, at this point, it's that's got to be such a small but thing. I also think in instances like did the puck cross the line or not, like tennis has a large field that needs to watch. Soccer, very big net. Mm. Hockey, little net, yeah. always <laughs> in the exact same spot in every single arena. You could have all the technology in the world. And the only spot you really need it is right there in that yeah. like four by six little area. I think is too, like you just said, the feet, the hockey size, like soccer fields, literally every single field is a different dimension. It has to be the same area. Hockey is just no the same in every single rink you go to. <laughs> oh, it drives me bonkers. I think what gets me more than anything is the fact that the linesmen and the referees are the ones that are doing it with the iPads. I know it's not every review, but doing it on an iPad makes you look so dumb. Like I just, it, I can't stand it. And then it's the human element of you are now asking somebody, you're now asking somebody to say the exact, the thing that's the hardest thing for anybody to say is I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's, and it's, and that's, a, that's a tough thing for because they're humans and we should like the NBA. I always go back to the NBA and their war room that they have. It is a tool that is there for the referees to lean on, not the, not the fans to scream about and not the teams to yell for it's the referees to say, guys, I wasn't sure about this one. Can we check it out? You know what league does it the best right now? And they've only been going for like a couple of weeks now for their third time. Darts. The XFL. Oh, Dude, watch yeah. some of the watch some of the challenges of the XFL. It's in there. You're watching. You talk. It's absolutely insane. You could have given me nine guesses of pro sports yeah, leagues in terms of what you were going to say. Was not going to guess XFL. Watch Weirdly some of the enough, challenges in the XFL. <laughs> One of the other interesting things from last night, Tyler. It's your time to shine, Jack Campbell. So here's the thing that I want to say. Yeah. Jeremy Cooper called three back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he still allowed four. And there was two or three posts. So and CC cleared one off the line. And CC. So we're talking about nine, ten goals or pucks past him. Yep. 
still ended up with an 875. Yep. That's just uh, in different ways, though. Like I'm, some were I'm shots. 18th win of the season, might I add. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's, let's remember, he is 18, 9, and 4 this year with an 882 save percentage. It's absurd. Bag Milk, you joked before the show, you're like, call up Picard. There's no way he could be this bad. Like, I've, in my years of watching the Oilers, I've never seen something like this. But you also know that if you come up with that save percentage, most goaltenders, their records aren't going to be 18 and nine. That's why I, but that's because so- the Oilers are outscoring him. But it's funny though. Like, so they're, but they're different ways, right? Like there's some shots that are getting through that I shouldn't. Yeah. Then there's like the one goal where it's the rebound kicked out. Yep. It just ends up there. There's that the one. Stick. But, I mean, I'll give him credit for like the one where that's the, the quick rebound and you just bats it out of the air. Like eh, that's tough Make to do. Make a clean save. Yeah, no, it's fine. But I'm just saying that like, you'd bat it out of there. That's, but they're, they're, they're coming in so many different f- ways. It makes no, like Miko was almost everybody's Mio, out. Miko, an apology. The glove, the glove, the glove, the glove, the glove, you know, all day was the glove. Yeah. These are, they're getting through him. Yeah. He's not good at anything. Yeah. It's, I'm sorry struggling. if I'm being a dick, but like he's struggling, but I will say this before nine It's it's most likely not going to change come Monday or Tuesday, whenever he plays next 16 days off for a guy like this, who's struggling with whatever between the ears and trying to figure out his game that much time off. Coming in, he's, let's right. see what it is. My counterpoint is that he hasn't a had a, a start above 900 since February 7th. Who's Rick, they played him three times in, oh, a, not, in a week or in four days against Detroit, the Rangers, and the Abs, and he gave up 14 goals in those. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not sitting here saying like things are gonna be any different, but the first one after 16 days, let's see, let's get some more reps. But he's got to, he needs to be better, period. Hands down, no questions. I weirdly think he was better last night than he has been, which isn't a very high floor to try and get back to. But the, if you look at the situations, like the first goal that went in brutal rebound, I'm not defending that, but also the Oilers are just allowed like two big scoring chances before one of them got called back. The other one, they hit the post. It's like, Oilers got to help him out a little bit. Like realize that like, we're not helping our goalie right now and we need to do better. Like Evander Kane's back checking that was pretty lazy too. He was minus three in his revenge game. Uh, what was it like Carlson's goal when he went one-on-one? Not many goalies are saving that one. Yeah. The other one was I had no problem with that one, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but, there, but no one's coming back and getting that guy. Yeah. Like Carlson's the, right there. You see 65. Everyone's talking about how many, how many points this guy has. Dude, someone's got to get to him and glue yeah. yourself to him. Don't the, allow him to get to that. The second back. Carlson goal I thought was stoppable. Like, yeah, a little bit of traffic, but you want your goalie to like flip it around. James Reimer stops out of the other end of the ice. Stu makes that safe. That was the frustrating part was how well Reimer was playing at the other end of the ice where it felt like every time I would say up until like probably 10 minutes left in the third period and overtime that when San Jose went down, they were going to score, but Jack did make some big saves Hundred percent at the most when it counted more importantly, yeah, but it was also like too late. Cause you'd already like well, four potentially. What did you say? Bag milk hit the post three times, two, three, four times. Three goals. I don't mind posts. I will sit here and I will. Yeah. I will sit here and say posts. I don't mind. You could argue his positioning was good enough for them to narrow. Yeah, the you don't have to cover the post. For a guy who's six, three, he looks like my, my buddy Travis Dakin last night posted, he was at the game sitting ice level, posted a picture of Jack from across. The, he looks so small in the net. And he's six foot three, 207 pounds. But it's funny. So I can't remember who goes on Gregor and the goalie Woodley. or whatever. Yeah. He said like literally this year, he's like between the good and the bad visually, there isn't that much different. That is wildly concerning. 
right? Like he's no, he's got it down to like, uh, that, at least this, that interview two weeks ago, whatever yeah. it was, was like literally that's so close. I know a lot of people say he gets smaller. Well, he's not really seeing that this year. It's between the ears right now. I think that you know, it was weird to say, but the goals that didn't count were the ones that were the most frustrating to me. The ones that he allowed, they didn't, they didn't matter. But like the Gregor one, like we've actually seen him make that save a few times this season. Yeah. He had that massive yeah. one against Detroit. And it's just like the the second one where he made the big stop and then the rebound just popped up. It's like, well, we've also seen that a few times this season. He did it against the LA Kings when the others were kind of coming back. And funnily enough, that's when he got kind of hot from that yeah. point on. So maybe, maybe it's a bit of a turning thing. And Woodcroft said in his post games, like Jack doesn't care about the numbers. Probably shouldn't be looking at them at this point anyway. As long no, as give him a little peek, you know? But we said, we said this number. a long time. We said this in November. Like, I think it was Tyler, maybe. Like, regardless of what happens the rest of the year, his numbers are not going to get no, it much better, right? You can, like, you got to no. look in gate like five game sets or whatever yeah. it is, right? And uh, don't be probably shouldn't All look right. at yeah, them. Yeah, let's not do that anyway. Don't do that. <laughs> but that was his first win since January 11th, I think it was. How many games is that, though? Feb 11. Feb 11? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. yeah. February 11th. He had so it's a 897. It's like, it's funny. Like we joked, oh, the Oilers are outscoring his record. It's like, no, he's just getting pulled and it's going to get screwed by him because he gets the loss stack done. But, that happened in Columbus. Yeah. And that happened once. another time too. Yeah. It's, well, and also like to Stu, like he hasn't gotten the run support either that Campbell gets. No, not for a all. lot of games. Like I know Saturday he did, he got, you know, six goals. You, fucking should win when you score six goals. But like there's games earlier in the season. I'm thinking back October, November, December, like Stu played lights out and the others couldn't get two or three. Yeah. But there's that's something back when they couldn't, they, that's back when their, their secondary scoring was not really existent at the time. You know who needs to get some love? Speaking of secondary score, we talked about Matias at home. How about Nick Bukestad? Juggy. Is that what we're calling him? Uh, the the, the juggernaut came out last night on socials. I, like I liked that one a lot. But what about his play? What, he's got three goals now? Is that what the yeah. number is? <laughs> <laughs> he has three goals. He has 16 goals this season. He's the fifth highest scoring oiler right now. Overall, everything, obviously. But, I mean, he's just in the right positions, isn't he? One of them, I think his first goal was literally on the goal line. Yeah, last yeah night, beauty pass by Fogel, by the way. Yeah, last night as well. So, Fogel yeah, he's been. just, they're going in and he's going to be a good asset for them in the playoffs. He's in all the right spots because he's nine feet tall and covers <laughs> yeah. the entire zone. He, he's strides, everywhere. He goes, he three strides, goal yeah. line to goal He's line. like a giant praying mantis out there. He's just all <laughs> limbs and he's everywhere. He is. He scored 50 points in the league before. This is a guy that if he maybe is game rolling here and how many points does he have this season? If he has the 16 goals, he must be around 30 points. No, something like that. One moment, please, Liam. <laughs> I'll beat you to it. 27 points. Yeah, he's got 16 goals. 27. I Googled quicker. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I like him. He's been fantastic. The fact that you're always paying like 400 K. So <laughs> which is hilarious. Like, by that, the way. Is, that is bang for your buck right there. The all intimidation rate. line now of Bukestad, Kane, clean Costin, and then you got day Harney and Ekholm on the back end. Well, the reality is the others are just tougher to play against right yeah. now. Cause they're just bigger. Yeah. It but matters, that, but it's some personalities too that help bring sure. it out of other Huge. players. Huge. Bukestad, I the thing I liked about him before he even played was that he genuinely seemed excited <sighs> to be an Edmonton Oiler. And I know the joke would be, like, "Oh, he was playing in Arizona." I was like, oh, "I'm sure a lot of guys like living in Arizona, you know, I and would. stuff like that, rather than Edmonton." So it's good that he's been able to have that excitement and then come in and 
and back it up with some goals. And same with the other guy. Yeah, I set a franchise record with most faceoffs won in a game or whatever. Yeah, that was incredible. So, yeah. Ten. Pretty, most uh, faceoffs person. won in a game where he didn't lose a faceoff. I think was the record. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So the best faceoff percentage, ten for ten, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> undefeated without a loss. I guess. Yes. Yeah, without a loss. Next up, before we get to the award-winning word association segment, I need to ask the Jersey folks in the room for their thoughts on today's announcement that the NHL has signed a ten-year deal with Fanatics. Kennedy, this was the other reason I wanted to jump in here because I'm not, I'm not excited. Um, I'm a Jersey snob, and I think Fanatics has. How many do you think you got in that collection of years? Um, over twenty. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so uh, being a Jersey snob and the way that Fanatics does their jerseys is they're size inclusive. Yes, they go up to a five, six X, but they're not the quality that a collector would want to keep around. I think that Fanatics needs to step up their game a little bit, but like a lot actually. And then. I don't know. I'm just sad that Adidas is going because they did such a beautiful jerseys. We have some on the wall behind here and they're just like, they're nice to look at. They're clean. There's one beautiful one. <laughs> you don't like the orange <laughs> or you don't like nude. No, I don't like the reverse retro. Uh, oh, um, yeah. Like I'm with Kennedy. Like I'm a guy who rocks a lot of jerseys. I buy a lot of jerseys and what's the, the collection at? Would you say? NHL jerseys, like obviously not just Adidas, but throughout my thing, probably close to 40. Woo. I was going to say, I'm, I might be close to Kennedy here, although mine are probably spaced out with a little couple more names on the back than hers. Okay. Mine aren't Oilers <laughs> ones, by the way. I'm, no, all you got I'm all over the map. It's all blue jackets. Um, it, I do have probably six blue jackets. <laughs> I uh, wouldn't admit that in public. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm going to edit that Somebody out. Somebody has to buy them. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, someone's got to buy them. Uh, yeah, Fanatics, like the crest on the Fanatics compared to the Adidas is cheaper. The shoulders, not as much detail. The fabric feels cheaper. But that's because these Fanatics ones were supposed to be like a lower cost every day, alternative. Every man. Yeah, yeah. To the Adidas ones, which I can respect in a sense. The one thing I did hear. What? I was going to ask, is there a way of bringing in like a higher quality yep. Fanatics sure jersey is. then? Is that like perhaps? So. so there was a report from TVA in Quebec that Fanatics is actually planning on just using the same supplier Adidas did and slapping their name on it. Because like, it's not like Adidas is building up the on-ice jerseys at the Adidas factory, right? They're finding someone, I think they're based in Quebec or whatever, and they get them to manufacture the jerseys with all the technology and they just slap the three stripes on it. So I think there is a chance that Fanatics is just taking over that contract that Adidas had with whoever and maybe we're making a mountain out of a molehill here but damn it I'm still pissed <laughs> that's that's exactly where I was kind of going with it is that I just I, I have to believe and maybe I'm wrong to believe this but that Fanatics approached the NHL with a plan that has something unique or something cool for the fans that is then going the NHL to, said okay hold on a second here if you guys want our, our business you can't bring us this product well but it's see, have to be a but see, I product. will. Well, how do you get a nicer product? I will with you. die on the hill of fanatics for the inclusivity of jersey sizing. That's something that the NHL has sorely been lacking, even since the Reebok days. So you couldn't get like a certain size as a guy, as a guy that has been from the range of four X all the way down to XL, yeah. you couldn't get, you could, you were hard pressed to find a three X that oh, wasn't a goalie Jersey. Yeah. 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 You so just, really. I, I used to work in the official oiler store mm. in the, in Kingsway and trying to find a size 60 Adidas was like finding a diamond in the rough. Like it was so hard and we just couldn't keep the stock in. And 
you know, majority are men that are a little bigger. And it's, that's just, it's such a, it's such a silly, silly. it's such a silly reality that we all accept. I think that fans of the sports are not necessarily the same shape as the athletes in said sport. (laughs) And so, so for them to think that we all are going to fit into the form that these players fit into, especially the, do you remember the Reebok jerseys that were cut thin as a big guy, man, was it embarrassing to pull on a Jersey and have it be stretched. And you know what? Nobody's going to say anything or whatever, but but you feel it that way. So I, I, I do love fanatics and I'm just hopeful that, that they do figure out a way to just make this seamless. And then hopefully we can have some continuity from, from what we've seen with these Reebok or Adidas jerseys where we aren't losing, you know, the, the venting at the shoulders that makes that hockey Jersey unique yeah. or, or those, just those little when you details. Buy a jersey, you want it to feel like a Jersey. You don't yes. want to be wearing a jumper. You don't want to be wearing a hoodie. You're, you're wearing a hockey Jersey for a reason. So that's why I'm so passionate. Like I love, of these Adidas jersey. So call us fanatics. I think fanatics should make the jerseys four hundred dollars mm. just to really shove it to us. Be like, yeah, you talk all that <laughs> shit. Now what are you gonna do? I'm actually. My thought was, and I've said this on this podcast a bunch of times. I was stunned it wasn't Nike today announced because they would have just mm-hmm. owned North American sports. And yeah. by comparison to the MLB, NBA, and NFL, I just imagined that hockey would have been cheap for them. As a jersey collector, though, and Kennedy will probably agree with me on this. I'm very excited for the run of clearance Adidas jerseys we're going to get in about like four months. Now that's that a good point. I think of that. It's well, a great already, call. Like, I, saw, I saw around the rink yesterday, there were signs up for 25% off. Anything with yeah, the, the Adidas label on it. I was going to say, yeah, but a lot of those are 13. Mm. The 13s, you're getting more than 25% off 50. now, too. They're 50. So. There's still a bunch of reverse retros available in Jack Campbell. Oh yeah. Someone at Oilers head office is feeling the heat because they probably put their neck out at a meeting. I was like, no, we need to order just as many Campbells as we do. Dry <laughs> McDavid. Dry They're going to love this guy. Listen. Are they stitched or are they? Yes, impressed? they are 100% stitched. Oh. Listen, I have a question. If you want to go in and grab one of those, you grab one off the rack and you say, listen, can we get UC Yokin and put on this thing for <laughs> fuck's sakes? <laughs> if it's stitched, yeah. Can you just stitch another one over top? <laughs> I so think the seam rippers. Uh, another side of this fanatics thing, which is kind of, I don't know if it's alarming, but like you couldn't figure out a way to get someone a bit bigger on the Jersey, like fan, fan what's it called? Fan tracks, fanatics, fanatics, fanatics. That's how big they are. I can't remember what they're called. Like it just doesn't look good for the NHL where like the three other big leagues have got Nike, like, the MLS is whatever they have. I think they all have different ones, but they now have an Apple deal. And it's like, yeah, you couldn't get, someone a little bit bigger to help boost your brand a bit more. Like, but I think you need to sit down and see MLS the dollar is, numbers. Uh, currently the Adidas. Adidas. They are all Adidas. I guess most of them, whatever it is, but it's like, I think yeah. you need to see what all the, all, all the offers were. I but a 10 year deal too. That's that. like, I'd love to know the finances Did, of this deal. Cause a 10 year contract on this is a huge, or is that just a sign that the NHL didn't have interest? Yeah, I think it's very possible that could be the thing too, that Fanatics was the only one. Maybe Adidas was like, yeah, we'll come back, but we're not paying more than this. Well, Adidas has all sorts of income issues anyways, right? With the Kanye shit and whatever. So I don't think- (laughs) Why? What happened? (laughs) (laughs) So I was talking to Wanye and he's like, yeah, I don't know. Kanye, Wanye. Um, (laughs) Yeah, he's like, maybe they didn't have the money to spend. So maybe that's why they drop out. Nike, Like, I, I feel like Fanatics- 
this was their opportunity to make themselves a big name, right? So yeah. this is, you got to go all in. This is like Rogers is spending $8 trillion on the 12 year deal with, with, uh, with the NHL. And yeah, yeah that's worked out really well. I hope it's a uh, chance for fanatics to prove themselves that they can. That's what I'm, this. that's what I'm seeing yeah. this as is like this company. They're like, Hey, let's go. This is our opportunity. NHL. Let's go. They've always been kind of dragged through the mud just with, you know, us shipping and like, you know, the sizing and the weird incorrect names and all that. <laughs> Misspelled names. Misspelled names. Lots of mistakes. They do fix it. Cotton dry settle ninety seven jerseys. Love those. So it's (laughs) iconic. Those just anywhere. Uh, according to Google and take this with a grain of salt, Adidas was playing up upwards of seventy million dollars per year to be the official provider of the NHL's jerseys. Dr. Google telling you what Fanatics is gonna play? I can't find it yet. Uh, I'm imagining it's kind of come out at some point, but uh not quite yet. Forbes now, with this it. contract, the important thing is with this new contract, is there any chance the salary cap, salary cap can go up next year because of it? Now we're talking. Hmm? The cap is going to go up more than a million dollars next year. Like Frank said that on my show on DFO Live, like they're going to find a way to get it done because it's just posturing right now. All this yeah, there's bullshit. just way too much of a reason for all parties to want to get this thing back to normal. And get Ryan the cap Reynolds just. Uh, Put some money yeah, in there. You just made 362 million bones selling yeah, that mixed mobile. Big, you want it? You want involved? We'll pay off this debt and then you can buy the senators. By the way, though, Frank is a dog, so I wouldn't trust what he says about any of this Good cap point. situation. Oh, um, but I think the cap will go up three, four million this year, and the Fanatics deal doesn't kick in for another year yet. So I guess so we not next. Season. I guess we prematurely spoke about the Adidas sales. That'll come 12 months from now. Yeah, not next season. The, the year after. I think. So we're going for our second of back-to-back cups. The last thing I want to say about this before we move on to word association is if you're up for a laugh today, go to Twitter and check out the replies and quote tweets on the NHL's official announcement of this fanatics deal. It is hilarious. I had a good, probably 10, 15 minute chuckle looking at those this morning. Someone had the one where like their car window smashed and it was like, fuck, someone just threw four more fanatics yeah, jerseys that's, in yeah, my that's, car. That's an old joke. Yeah, I like yeah. that one. <laughs> You'll take a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, before we get to word association, just one last check in with our friends at Betway. How did everybody do last night? Not good. I gambled like an idiot and it somehow paid off. Advise hmm. against it. I was, <laughs> I was banking on that Connor McDavid goal. And it didn't come. So a, regula- a regulation win would have been nice. I would have been good. Luckily, I'll be there to watch puck drop at nine forty-five p.m. Oh, it's uh, <laughs> or it's four forty-five a.m. in Germany. Yeah. Yes. So there's a six o'clock Avs Penguins game. This We're at eight thirty. That thing goes to a shootout. It's nine twelve at puck Absolute drop. Absolutely. Liam's gonna be sleeping joke. up there. This is gonna be a could be a historic night for the NHL. With Connor McDavid scoring 60 goals. Or maybe he'll get to 70. Dry Saddle could score. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Dry Saddle's on pace to what? Score his 300th goal tomorrow, possibly. Vanda Kane, Kane as well. Kane Connor, is. Connor's Connor got is two and things. And yeah. oh, it's crazy. And uh, here we are. Going to have to wait till midnight, potentially, if if you depend on when the one starts to go to bed because of this. And then poor Connor Halley's got to do the after dark show, which who I think knows I'm on with him. Start. Yeah. Well, I have a good time. I feel bad for you, uh, poor betters, because yesterday I did very well. Thank you. I like how we <laughs> complain about the time when <laughs> those poor Germans are not even on the airplane yet. Nuge, yeah. two points, nailed it. Oilers to win, Leon, two points, nailed it. My parlay, nailed it. Look at those shot totals, buddy. Shot totals, nailed it. Over seven and a half, nailed it. Yeah. Love to see it. <laughs> I had a good day yesterday. Over almost hit in the uh, disallowed goals. 
Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I can't wait till Betway starts putting a line down on Oilers games. Will Jeremy Cooper call one back? <laughs> I might dabble. How many will Zach Hyman have taken away from him? That is shocking. I want to see like he's what? Do, what do we figure seven? Yeah, Liam said last year the Columbus Blue Jackets had what you say five, 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 and that was the record for a team in a game. No, in the season. No, in the season. The season. Yeah. No. That's what, really? that's what the website wow. said. That's what his website said. Their, their video review coach is real lazy. And he's just like, <laughs> yeah. nah. Yeah, not he hasn't that been watching. one either. No. no, no, that one wasn't close. He's actually watching The Office up there. Yeah. <laughs> they call up. No, no answer. No anyway, answer. Zach Hyman could be pushing 40 right now if he had any luck at all. <laughs> I just want to see some of the names that have less goals than he does called back. Well, well, I mean, probably not that long of a list. There's going to be a couple of interesting names. A couple in there of D-men, sure. I'm sure, yeah. Oyavi. <laughs> he does. I mean, that is accurate. He's off, he's off to a great start with Carolina. Boy, they're making Ken Holland regret that. What does he do? He's got 12 shots in five games. Well, he's replaced Sveshnikov. Hmm. Yep, scoring like Sveshnikov. <laughs> All right. A good I'm in a salty mood today. <laughs> yes, you are. The sun's out. There's no cloud there. What is the issue? I don't know. Go stand outside. Have some vitamin D, Tyler. We can't. Yeah. We're doing the Wood Association. Well, first of all, I got to answer Liam's question. So Zach Hyman has had more called back than Ryan Murray, Vinny. Well, I swear to God, one of my not so obvious game day predictions on the weekend. I'm going to nail that Vinny Day Arne goal. I swear it. It's going to be impressive. Uh, Broberg has zero. Devin Score has the one. Cody CC has one. Brett Kulak has two. Nick Bugstad has three with the Oilers. Uh, Bouchard has four. And there's your list. Devin, uh, sorry, Philip Broberg only has no goals. None goals. Wow. Seven only assists. has none oh, goals. None yeah. goals. Wait, I said, I, you did. I had, I thought you said one and I realized you didn't. <laughs> yeah. None goals. None goals. None goals. <laughs> I'm surprised. That awesome. that we need Bouchard to get some goals going here. Just a little confidence, you know, it's my cup. Just a little bit of confidence. All right. You've waited long enough. The time has come. For the award-winning <laughs> signature segment. Ben doesn't like the segment either. It almost won an Oscar. It did almost win an Oscar. Yep. Perhaps a Juno? Word association. Yeah, but then Tyler's Juno speech got interrupted by something, you know, walking up to start the show today. Did you have a tune? No, Lisa no. Evans talked to us. Oh, that's right. We went back the old way, didn't we? Yeah. Probably for the best. Tyler, what do you got? What's the order? <laughs> Four things. Yep. Wow. Admittedly, not my best work. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were typing away over there working on this. No, I was writing an article about a new playoff format. Idea. Nice. Um, so look for that on OilersNation.com and ignore this segment. I got an article coming too. There you go. College UFAs, right? College UFAs. All right. Uh, anyways, word association. We'll start with Liam and then we'll go around BM, Dan, Rick, Tyler, then we'll end with Kennedy. So you got time to pass the mic to her, Liam. How long do you think it takes me? A while. I've been watching you move slow. Uh, all right. Number one. Yeah, one word, Kennedy. Do you know you know the game played? Yeah. Well, you, you it's get not, more than one. It's not one word. Yeah, it's just, it but you got to be quick. It's the first thing that pops into your head. Yeah. You can do a monologue if you want. Really. <laughs> Liam, the birthday bash. Epic. Unbelievable. Special. Hangover. Boozy. Fantastic. Seattle's goaltending. <laughs> Brutal. Campbell. Epic. <laughs> I was going to use Campbell-esque. Not great. Good for the Oilers. Showing, <laughs> showing some cracks. There you go. One word. Porous. 
You can use the same word somebody else uses. I want to use multiple words. Oh my God. This is you use multiple words. Come on. <laughs> yeah. It's a quick segment. I, did, I didn't watch it. Okay. <laughs> there you go. So okay. Just for the record, yeah. Jay's done this once and he had as many uh, long pauses too. Yeah. Well, and he also went on for about 15 minutes. With yeah. answers too. Ekholm. Beard. Ekholm. Stud. Needed. Better than Carlson. Better EK. Viking. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Bukestad. Big, long, buke daddy, bald, reachy, Nick, <laughs> Nick, is Bukestead bald? Shaved head, no, no, he's got a good set of hair on him, Merck. Let me see. We got this the photo. Fo- hang on, I'm pulling up his Oilers team photo. Oh, he's uh, got a nice salad there. Yeah. Oh, was he not shaved head last night? He's got a I nice salad. He had a helmet on. You not during, not during um uh, the anthems. I don't, I don't watch the anthems. Maybe you got a fresh cut. Tweet us proof. Or just dangerous waiter, Nico Jolly, or Spice Doyle. Yeah, Photoshop him bald and tell <laughs> Ricky's right. Uh, last one. The weather in the last week. Lovely. It is lovely. Rounding into form. Playoffs. Thank fuck. Sunny. <laughs> Sunny with a chance of Oilers playoff hockey. Thanks for tuning in to Word Association. <laughs> Great job, Tyler. Wow. Thanks, this guys. Is playoff weather, man. I love it. it There's nothing nice. better. I'm also in my uh, beer league playoffs. There's nothing better than going to the rink with the sun out wearing shorts. Oh, that is a, and a coming elite, out with the sun still yeah, up. Yeah, an I, elite feeling. I wore shorts yesterday and on Sunday. Now you know why people like to play in Anaheim and Arizona. Yeah, true. I'll be playing that soon. I got a car in the winter and this was the first time I got to use my sunroof. Hey. That is nice. I've got the roof open on the Alpha 2 driving in. It's real nice. Yeah. Is yours the one with the f- two flags and the Oilers Nation sticker? Oh, it's Spencer. No. Oh. Oh, that's Spencer. Spencer. Yeah. Really? Spencer I was rolled to out. who that was. Spencer decided he wanted to be the yeah. first car flag guy. I think we should make like the spring equinox our car flag day. No, it's clinch mess. The day they clinch I is I when the flags. I got to get a I got to get a car flag. Never okay. had one. To be fair, my back window never stayed up for a while. That's why I didn't have one. Do we one. still have some from 2020? Down, we'll just cross out the yeah, Sharpie yeah. on the 2022 ones. We'll just... We can make it work. We can, we can hook you up, Liam. We'll, give, we'll find one for you. If it. you don't know the story, Liam, real quickly, in January of 2020, before the thing happened, <laughs> what we happened? ordered about 1,500 car flags. <laughs> <laughs> These are going to move like and, and they had the date on them. Yeah, and mission, yeah. Yeah. Mission, mission, mission 2020 20. on it. Yeah, yeah. 20, oh, yeah nice. mission 20. Uh, then next year we just then we sharpied them out a little bit. Yeah. You know? that, uh, Mission six would have played well. Too. That was our Cassian space. contract. Yes. <laughs> we'll never financial recover from it. Ever. <laughs> had no idea what's coming. Throw a couple picks. Send those bad boys to the Coyotes. <laughs> Show up at Arizona Coyotes head offices. <laughs> and there you have it. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Lastly, before we go, I just want to tell you if you're making some plans for the summer. I encourage you to check out our friends at Tourism Jasper. They got a lot of stuff going on in the spring, including some spring skiing. Get out there in a brand new Fanatics Oilers jersey. Oh, no, wait. 12 months from now, you can, <laughs> you can get a Adidas Oilers jersey and go out and do a little skiing. Patios are going to be opening up. You can still get the escape card available for half price lift tickets. Conditions are still great. I'm checking the Marmot website right now. There's a lot of snow. Go do a little spring skiing. Check out more details at jasper.travel. There you go. Another episode of Oilers Nation Radio is in the books. Pen thoughts? 
Jeez. Excited to get down to Jasper. What happened? Excited to get down to Jasper. An opportunity to talk. You don't drop it, do you? Nope. Tourism Jasper, MA Travel, Betway, and Oodle Noodle. Thank you. Go get yourself a Noodle Noodle sticker this week. Slap it on your car. Or on a neighbor's car. Actually, don't do that. Oilers Nations? <laughs> you mean an Oilers Nation sticker? At I Oodle say? Noodle? What did a I noodle say? Noodle sticker. Well, if you get an Oodle Noodle sticker, get your hands on one of those too. But an Oilers Nation sticker at Oodle Noodle. Edmonton locations only. Sorry, Calgary. Well, is what right. it is. There you have it. Episode 95,000 in the books. Have a great week, everybody. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.